I still see your shadows in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that song got you in the feels, huh? Last Dude, night. just R.I.P. Juice World, man. I he, know. He made some hits. He did. And when they hit the emos, they hit the emotions, you know? I it's, know, right? It's crazy when it does that. Shout out to the, the DJs last night at the Novo. Yeah, but yeah. before we do that, yeah. what's up, y'all? What's up, you guys? It's a little wings. Hey, we didn't even say hi. I know. Oh, rude. Look at you. Welcome back to a new episode of Excuse Our Highness. Yeah. And um, yeah, excuse my highness. I didn't even realize we didn't even do an intro. Hello. Yeah. Um But yeah, like Lil Ween said, welcome back. Yes. It's where we love to smoke, laugh, and learn some things. Yeah. Or how's Stay. the other way that we like to say it? Uh, staying elevated and educated or getting nah, elevated. You said it better. Educated? You said it better another time. Where we elevate and educate. Elevate That's the and one. educate. That yeah, one. For, That's the better one. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah, like a basic terms. <laughs> pretty much. Lol. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> that was your week, fool. <laughs> it was good. You know. You know. Same old. <laughs> same old, same old. Yeah. No, it was a good week. Um, I got to, uh, you know, be a little bit like self-introspective if you will nice Uh, yeah some more time to just reflect on things and just yeah um have like a good productive week at the same time that's good what about you yeah what vibe have you been on this week same thing for me i was on a introspective track quest whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. um it was kind of cool because I mean, we're going to talk about it later on in the episode, but I definitely witnessed defeats in two different aspects of, like, my love for sports, and it definitely showed me, like, a different way of handling loss, handling mm-hmm. defeats. Yeah. And, yeah, it was really cool, but um, <laughs> one thing that got me, like, chuckling when I was being introspective was, you know how, like, people who drink, they love and covet the shower beer. Yeah. But to stonies like us, mm-hmm. you know, we cherish the high shower. Yeah. And when you have, like, the right jams blasting, yeah. like me, like, if I knew I'd be with you, <laughs> is it too late to Some pursue? Bad habits. Yeah. You know? I wish I knew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so yeah. I had that shit blasting and having... Just the high shower and, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm a working man, but, you know, I'm an athlete as well. And I'm just kidding. Oh, but, dear. No, nah, just, you know, <laughs> still going to the gym and then going to work and then, you know, living the life that I live yeah. to that high shower. Something that I look forward to at the end of the day, for sure. No facts. That's true. I feel like, you know, um, after the gym, for sure, it's nice to just like spark one up after the gym at home and then just, yeah relax after that yeah and it definitely gets you in the mood if like if nobody's at home i can like have my shit on blast won't be bothering nobody and then i can just like sing at the top of my lungs just wild out otherwise i feel judged i don't like to have an audience you know what i mean yeah it's definitely it's a whole thing everything has to be right Mm -hmm. for me to want to do that and it's always the best when you can yep oh yeah you can just really let loose faded (laughs) yeah nice hot shower you know what i mean yeah, it's just, it's cool, you know, because, you know, the whole day, obviously, you know, all the stress that we put our bodies through and all that. Yeah. And mentally as well. Um, Just being able to, like, have, like, a mental or, like, a physical outlet. I mean, I know, you know. A creative one, if you want. Well. <laughs> you want to call it that? Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the smoking part. Oh, like, yeah. Like, obviously, you know, smoking in general is just bad for you, this and that. But, you know, Excuse everyone makes highness. their own. Yeah their own decisions but at least for me it's for the time being (laughs) you know it's an outlet for like that physical stress i feel like before feeling the wonders of the shower and then like the therapy gun that i got the wonders of the shower yeah Yeah. dude because (laughs) i mean i'm i'm a high or a high wired person already like i have high energy all the time yeah. And so I'm very tightly wound sometimes. And so the shower really like unwinds and like I I like dissect all the crazy theories in my head. 
Oh like, yeah, while I'm in the shower. that's what they say. Like you get your best ideas in the like, shower. Fuck, I should have said this in that argument eight <laughs> oh, years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. You think of all the best comebacks you could have had. Once exactly. upon a time, you're reliving yep. the past. Mm-hmm. Man, that's the wonders of the high shower, dude. For sure. No, yeah. I mean, have you ever had like a beer shower before? I definitely haven't, but I know that that's a thing for like. No, I've never have. Yeah. I've never really liked beer in general. Like just oh, the taste this. of it. Just I nah. Yeah, it's never been appetizing for me at a party, so no, nah, it's never been on my mind mm-hmm. to have one in the shower. Yeah, it'd be weird. If anything, sure. I have had like a blunt, like while I've taken a shower. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, That's during a nice my, vibe. I think it was my twenty, it was my twenty fifth birthday. We went to Vegas, Jeez. and we had we called them canagars. We oh. rolled we rolled blunts the Dang. size of cigars. Yeah, canagars. Yeah, <laughs> and. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and definitely had one there. Like as I was taking a bathtub, like I was Scarface and shit. Wow, <laughs> just smoking it up in you know there. I'm saying, yeah. Let's go. But that's funny. Yeah. What about what about you? Like, do you have any similar effects or like similar like reliefs or like uh, like little gems you look forward to when you're gonna take a high shower besides the belting out like the karaoke and all that? Um. Well, maybe it's just like I guess the. The ability, like you said, to just kind of like let loose after being so wound up all day. Yeah. I feel like I relate to that and just like being an anxious person in general. I know for you, like you have a stressful, more stressful, strenuous like day. It changes, yeah, from day to day. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But as far as like you you have to commute and like, you know, do somewhat work (laughs) during the week. Excuse me. Exactly. Excuse me. I just build America one day. One day would you a definitely? Day of... <laughs> Excuse my highness, I have no idea what I was trying to say. You're, no, but you're, uh, yeah, you have a different like week than I do for sure. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, uh, I just feel like uh, as an anxious person, I look forward to that experience just to just like forget about things and just be in the moment. Yeah. If anything, yeah. But also, yeah. side note, people. Yeah. In case of our usual hollerings don't hit the certain pitch that you guys are accustomed to it's because our voices are kind of raspy if that because yeah if we sound congested or a little yeah yeah a little held back yeah (laughs) is because last night on saturday we uh went to see the baby yeah Mm -hmm. at the novo in uh downtown la and man that dude can perform it was great like i've uh, like i've already been a fan of him and like i've seen you know obviously like his videos and then um, you know, videos of live performances from the past. So, him putting on a, a party, mm-hmm. like on on stage, was known. But to finally be in it, oh, dude, it was amazing. Yeah, it was I amazing. Know. I uh, definitely uh, didn't know what to expect. Cause... Why are you Why are you grinning so hard? <laughs> dude, just cut to the chase. Just objectify him. Go, dude. Objectify he's so him. hot. <laughs> Dude, we were so close. Like, okay, not gonna lie. Like, we know that he has like a controversial past, right? Yeah. So I didn't know what to expect as far as like the crowd <laughs> or like what the energy would be like. And yeah, like the openers were questionable, whatever. But man, like when he came on that stage, like all the girls were hollering, "Bam!" Yeah, yeah you were. Me. Yeah. Excuse my. <laughs> you were like, no shame. Yeah. Excuse my objectifying. <laughs> that was funny though. <laughs> no, dude, he's so good looking. Very dude, handsome they're... man. We had we needed Yikes. so many mops for those wet and gushies, Ew, we... <laughs> dude. It was it was wild, man. Like I almost slipped like the, eight times, dude. It was crazy. The flooding of the basements. Before they needed a caution, wet floor signs everywhere. Oh. Like it was it was insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but for sure, like yeah, he's just so good looking. Like that ain't the baby. That's my. Baby. No, dude, you, know you <laughs> that line. And the when the DJ would say, "Are you guys ready to see the baby? Let me hear you say, I love you, baby.'" I love you, baby. You and that other line, you were preaching that like it was the gospel. Yo, we were all, all of us women were like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> bring it on, bring it on, the baby, billion dollar baby." No, but, but dude, yeah, the show started. No, but at yeah, eight. <laughs> I know you, California girl. No, but yeah. Sorry, but like yeah, working no, on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Uh, come back, thought, come back, come back, come back, <laughs> come back, Jack, Jack, come Jack. back, please come back. <laughs> no, 
were talking about the baby concert and like us talking about like the women all yelling and hollering and shit. But yeah, that's all as far as I can remember right now. But yeah, no, the the show was awesome. It was sick. <laughs> um, definitely played a lot of good songs. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely cool, you know, like when you know the like the words and all that, you know, it was fun. When you know the words. <laughs> Hell yeah, because it, it hits different. You know, yeah. it's like, at least for me, it's like, you know, I've been a fan of them since like 2016, mm. 2017 or so. Yeah. And yeah, I've just, that's when like he really like popped out and I was like, oh shit, man, like he's, he's fucking sick. Yeah. And then like just seeing him like go on and on and on. And obviously, you know, like you said, and I mean, like I agree as well, he does have a controversial <laughs> attitude and, yeah. you know, way of going about things but i mean as far as an artist goes and a rapper oh dude he's he's sick yeah, yeah you put it better than i did we finally uh that, yeah. we finally uh we went equipped as well mm-hmm. took in two blunts yeah i had a couple whiskey cokes nice. you know sip sips uh and reminder uh today's episode is sparked by autumn brands yep um it was a jelly uh jet fuel gelato jet fuel gelato sorry <laughs> a sativa <laughs> And um, yeah, it's pretty vibey, I would say. But yeah, we had two blunts of that. Um, and those, like, what were those wraps called? I forget. They're zigzag wraps. Zigzag, yeah. The yeah. cherry flavor is bomb. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, teaching you a bunch of tools. But that was, <laughs> it was nice to be able to smoke in there too. It was chilling. Yeah, everyone was, was cool. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, that sativa definitely has like the mental aspects firing. <laughs> but you know who else is trying to get someone fired? Oh gosh. Fucking what? fucking Donnie T. Uh, the Trumper. <laughs> that was trying to say Joe Biden, you're fired. Fool. He's trying to fire, yeah. He, he's trying to get the throne back. He's gonna come back for it. Dude, how do you think two. that would be like Donald Trump round two? Um can we be honest? I think we know what it's gonna be, but technically like the thing is is this is just my opinion. I don't feel like the I don't know. Should I say my political opinion? Well, why not? Go for it. Just my speculation is that I don't think the the Republican Party is going to be want to want to be associated with him because of his current allegations in court. Mm. Basically, what he's getting, you know, sued for, um, and or I guess put forth about his like presidency and stuff. So, um, I just feel like he's just going to have his own political party. It's going to be weird definitely interesting like there's so many um affiliations to him like QAnon and what have you and just like those groups in general are very far right that they're too far right to i think be considered republican if you know what i mean right yeah because republican is like pretty center scale it's conservative but i don't think it's like extreme like you know if you know what i mean does Mm -hmm. that make sense i I can't think of the word exactly um Definitely, like, <laughs> dictator vibes, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I don't know. This, like, hate speech and stuff is what concerns me. And, like, at the end of the day, you know, I feel like we talked about this, but we're going to bring up that I feel like with the presidential elections, mm-hmm. our votes don't really say much, do they? It doesn't say anything. Really? Huh? Because our our votes is the popular vote right and then when you pay attention to the to the tickers you know the ticker that really matters is the electoral one mm. so the the winner to 273 is the one that wins presidency yeah where do the electoral colleges voting from mm. the senate uh, i believe yeah. the senators electoral college i believe so yeah they're made up of people of either the house no yeah they have to be from the senators Something like that. Well, okay, so this is how it works. I think, like, because all states don't have the same population, like, let's say it's California. True. So ca- California has a higher number of electoral votes than, like, let's say Wyoming. I don't know, right? Like, a random, like, middle state in the U.S. So, I don't know. Maybe that, is that how it works? So, here are the electors. So, here are the qualifications to be an elector in the electoral college. Uh-huh. Um, they're actual people. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So choosing each state's electors is a two-part process. First, the political parties in each state choose slates of potential electors sometime before the general election. 
Mm-hmm. Second, during the general election, the voters in each state select their state's electors by casting their ballots. The first part of the process is controlled by the political parties in each state and varies from state to state. Mm-hmm. Generally, the parties either nominate slates of potential electors at their state party conventions or they chose them by a vote of the party's central committee. Hmm. This happens in each state for each party by whatever rules the state party and sometimes the national party have for the process. The first part of the process results in each presidential candidate having their own unique slate of potential electors. Political parties often choose individuals for the slate to recognize their service and dedication to that political party. They may be state elected officials state party leaders or people in the state who have a personal or political affiliation with their party's presidential candidate. Pause. Yo. Do we know who these people are? Are there names of them given? All right. So the U.S. Constitution contains very few provisions relating to the qualifications of electors. Uh Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2 provides that no senator or representative or person holding an office of trust or profit under the United States shall be appointed an elector. As a historical matter, the 14th Amendment provides that state officials who are engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. or given aid and comfort to its enemies are disqualified from serving as electors. Each state, each state certifi- certifi- <laughs> certificate. Where are you reading this from, of, by the way? This is uh, from archives.gov okay but what the national archives so okay yeah interesting so okay so what does this now all mean so like basically like we elect them to to depending on their political like strength of political affiliation with the party representing that state basically yeah however strong that party feels they basically and they're not consider it they're not senators or representatives of the state yeah, they're not a they're not a state rep. Yeah, or a U, they're not a U.S. representative yeah. or a U.S. senator. They're allies. Yes. Uh-huh. Interesting. Very to the party. interesting. And so, okay, that's why like, I know like as I've gotten older, I know it's not smart to troll the voting process because our votes do matter, but mm-hmm. in certain ones. So like yeah. in this case, that's a good point. You know, our vote, our vote as the popular vote, it matters, but it doesn't. Because essentially we don't directly choose the president, but mm-hmm. here at the local level, mm-hmm. you know, mayor, um, city council members, uh, police sheriffs, mm-hmm. you know, like district attorneys, like people that can directly affect us here at home. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, your vote matters there. I like that you bring this point up because yeah, yeah I feel like we get it a little bit because like twisted in my, exactly because like when I was younger yeah oh, no, our vote doesn't matter but and I just say that just for ignorance and yeah. because I wanted to be different mm-hmm. but then like as I've gotten older and like you really like start adulting and then like you get you start doing like adulting ventures mm-hmm. as far as like business wise like you know taking loans out mm-hmm. um, getting a house right. getting a car out you know shit even renting a car mm-hmm. that thing is a whole ordeal yeah, you have to and, be over 25. Yeah, and so uh, you yeah. just have to be aware of, like, just all the moving parts of the ecosystem that you're in. Correct. And then, you know, when it comes to electing certain people and all that, and once you really see, like, how it affects you, nah, yeah, it matters. It matters. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, unfortunately, for the biggest, most important position in the United States, our vote still matters, yes, because it shows who we want, who we believe by state, who should be president. But at the same time, it's like it's it, it's just a popular vote. It's, not it's a just what the people usually. says. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah? It's not, it's not a, a true representation of how the election will actually go. I'm just curious, like, just um, I guess I I kind of said my opinion about you know Trump being like the one to come back another mm-hmm. time and. Who knows if I, I don't personally think Biden's capable of a second term. But <laughs> it looks like he is trying to like one up him again, which yeah. I, uh, I, I not at this rate. Nah, I don't well, like thanks, that's Joe. just my current vibe right now. You didn't do it, Joe. He's sleepy Joe, fam. <laughs> sleepy Joe for real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what do you feel like? What, what's your take on that then? 
think considering like electoral votes and like our vote doesn't really matter what do you feel about trump being president i guess if that were to happen so like at the be when he was first <laughs> running for president yeah excuse me it's not that i was <laughs> rooting for him or anything but i was like yo this would be interesting it would be interesting only because excuse me he's a non-politician yeah he's not meant to be in politics yeah so it's like knee-jerk reaction right now first person that comes to my head that was that wasn't a politician and made it to be president was ronald reagan Mm -hmm. that was an actor turned like small-time politician and then became president interesting yeah so it's like once we saw like how this fool was wiling out as president and like with all knowing he had all that power, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, dude, hold on, man! <laughs> Whoa, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you really scary. aren't a politician. Like, you really don't know the inside and outs of this game." Yeah, I mean, I don't know him either, but at the same time, you know, we're thirty years old. We've seen at least what? It's quite a few we've presidencies. Seen, what, five presidents. I want to yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, a decent well, amount. Yeah. We've seen from Clinton. Clinton, well, we we were no, yeah, we weren't Bush. A, we weren't alive for Big Bush, right? Bush First Bush, se- not senior, no. Oh, okay, senior so was it was before Clinton. So it was Clinton, Bush Junior. Uh-huh. Bush Junior again, and then Obama. Obama. Then Obama, and Obama again, again. Yeah. and then Trumpers, Trump. and wow. then Biden. What a transition! Yeah, so five presidencies. Yeah, and. Out of those five, Trump is the most fucking wild president ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if this fool were to, like, come back into office, I don't really see it going any better than the first time. So, yeah, why why even have the trouble and go through the trouble of having this guy for a part two? Like, nah, <laughs> I think we're good. Good point. I think we can do better. I agree, man. But... Even if Trump isn't a uh, president, there's still a way that you can channel like some of his like get out of here like type of energy. Mm-hmm. Fucking Netflix came out with this new feature that as the account manager, you can see what devices are using your uh, Netflix login. Oh, so you whoa. literally can like be <laughs> oh, the almighty and just be like. You get logged out, and you get logged out, and you get just logged cut him out. out. Yeah. Exactly. Dang. Like, dude, just imagine how diabolical you can do it. Dang. Like, if I was, like, if I wasn't the rehabilitated ass toxic fool. Yeah. Like, if I had a girlfriend, and like she would just do something petty, like, I don't know, um, purposely wear a hoodie that I wanted to wear. I'm like, oh, all right, we'll change the <laughs> password. Wow. Log you out, change the password. So you'd be like the main account person, right? Hell yeah, I would and then be. you'd have the sub accounts, and then you could just cut whoever off you yep. want. Um, so one thing, well, that I already know that people didn't like was that you can now control, like, you'd have to upgrade your account to add more screens that you could watch at the same time, right? Yeah. That's so true. like, like my Netflix account with my family is only two screens. So like, if my dad's watching or my mom and my sister, let's say. Yeah, I can't watch. That's I have fucked to up. wait. Yeah. Dude, Why don't you just buy the better one? We should, right? But it's yeah. just messed up that they even do that now. That it actually matters. They just keep getting more like strict with it. Damn. I feel like they did before though. Would you say building walls? Shit. Yeah, build a wall, keep them out. <laughs> but J.K., you know, I just say that for comedics, fool. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's funny. But yeah, that's a. Uh... I don't know. That's kind of like a cool, cool little superpower to have. You know, if you're the account manager and, you know, you just feel being like a little, a little toxic, a little petty. Yeah. <laughs> Cut your ties. Exactly. In a petty way. Clip the branches. <laughs> <laughs> prune the, prune the plant. You know what I mean? Cut the dead off. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I know um, the beginning of the episode here, Irvin, Swerve, Swervities. You're telling us that you had some introspective thoughts of the week. Yeah. Um, if you want to get into those, I'd love to hear a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did tease some deeper, some deeper thoughts. What happened that you know triggered you to get into that mood this week? So today is November twentieth. So last Saturday and Sunday, I uh. You know, Drake's back-to-back was running in my head because I experienced back-to-back losses. Mm. Fucking 
my favorite UFC fighter, Israel Adesonia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dominant UFC middleweight champion. Got knocked out. Or TKO'd. By um, Alex Pereira, who f- will beat him. Unanimous decision. Very shockingly. Like, even he was shocked that he won. Like, everyone knew Izzy won that first fight. Second fight, Alex knocks him out cold. And then this is the third one, beats him. So it was like, fuck, dude. Like, being used to seeing, like, Israel, like, dominate. Like, he was going... This was going to be 13 title defenses in a row. Mm -hmm. And, like, dude, no one else does that. You know? And so for him to finally lose, like, it's like, ah, shit. Yeah. That's... So, like, really seeing, like, a dominant force like him go down Mm -hmm. sucked. And then the following day, Sunday, um, the Eagles... Fly Eagles Fly. We're 8-0. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, no. They lost yeah. Monday night. That's what it was. It was Monday night football. Yeah, they didn't lose Sunday. And, yeah, just played a shit game against the Commanders and fucking lost. And that was the first loss of the, of the game and or the first loss of the season. And I was just like, bro, for real? Like, I already got the Lakers being dog shit. Mm-hmm. I, I just saw my guy, Izzy, get TKO'd. And then now the Eagles? Like, oh, man. Realistically, did you expect it to happen at all? Not to the commanders. Yeah. I did expect the Eagles to lose a few games this season. Mm. Just not that one. Yeah. I didn't expect that one. That sucks. Like, if there were going to be games that I expected to lose, it was either going to be like today against the Colts. But, you know, pulled it it out. Fourth quarter comeback. Big Jalen. Big Hurts. Yeah, I would thought it would either come against them the Titans, uh, the Cowboys, or against the Giants. Yeah. That's who I thought the first losses would come towards, or, like, the only losses on the year. Other than that, nah. I didn't see us losing Monday night at home against a division rival that we always dominate. So, but living now, like, in this technological world where social media, like, just runs rampant everywhere. Yeah. Like, seeing all the reactions, like, in real time of the Eagle players and Adesanya, like, or Adesanya, like, uh, losing, mm-hmm. it's, it was cool. It was cool to really see how they were, like, going about and accepting defeat and really just finding, not even silver lining, the platinum lining in it. Because the reason why, like, I was so bewildered by it was because <laughs> I grew up as a kid, very competitive and a sore loser. I did not like losing. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, like my world, like my whole day would go to shit if I ever lost anything. Mm-hmm. And so like growing up, obviously I then, you know, learned to not be a sore loser, be a good sport and all that. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I'll still troll you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, man, just seeing like how gracious both the Eagle players and, you know, Israel were handling the losses. It was just, it was just, you know, eye-opening to me. Like, damn, dude. Like, even the professionals really live up to it. Like, they're even professional in defeats. Yeah. And, like, I know you were you were there. Like, you you were there, like, for both times when, you know, you... Or you heard the, my immediate loss. reactions yeah. of the losses. Yeah. And then it was cool because, like, you, you, like, sent me, like, uh, some Bruce Lee stuff. Where, yeah. Like, he was talking about, quotes. like, accepting defeats and all that. Yes. Like, that, that was sick. For the one time, I'm going to bring them up real quick. Uh, Defeat is a state of mind. No one is ever defeated until defeat has been accepted as a reality. Hell yeah. And I don't think this is Bruce Lee, though, this other one. Mm -hmm. The art of surrender isn't defeat, giving up, or powerlessness. To surrender is choosing acceptance over resistance, appreciation over expectations, and flexibility over foolishness. Damn. Yeah, deep, deep in the moment quotes. Yeah, I thought to share those quotes with you specifically just because I was, you know, taken aback by the same reactions that I saw, like the posts of like both like Jalen Hurts after their loss. Like he said that, um, you know, hungry, what was it? Hungry uh, dogs run faster. Hungry dogs like run faster. Yeah, it's like when you... When it's hard to keep the hunger, 
So that loss was like a motivation for them to stay hungry, to keep going, basically. Like their push forward. And like Adesanya was kind of like saying how like he's he's seen worse happen. And like that wasn't going to be the stop for him. He wasn't going to take that as something that who he is. He's not that loss. He's like what he does with it or how he reacts to it. And he's like, it's it's whatever, you know. He's just like people expect me to like get all emotional about a loss that I haven't had in a long time, you know. He's like, but you know, it's part of the process. So we don't, and it's too like we don't see the work that goes behind, you know, fighting too. Just like with every oh, well, profession, there, you know, there is ways to see it, but yeah. yeah. Oh no, I know there is, but I mean, to honestly know, like, they, it's a lot of like practice. So respect to that for sure. Yeah, just for me, like, just coming from a competitive standpoint, like, just hearing what they were saying and, you know, just seeing it and hearing it at age 30, like, it really resonates now because it really shows and it goes with the maturity that one goes throughout life because, you know, the last four years of mine, like, I've made some, <laughs> I've made some mistakes that, you know, have definitely humbled me and instead of, you know, throwing a pity party for myself, being the caterer to that party and being the DJ for that party and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just chose to just accept my failure and eventually <laughs> I saw the light, you know, I was down there for a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, once, you know, you just accept defeat, it's just, it's different. And it's crazy that like you can go through certain things and you can experience like what they, uh, Like, what you're supposed to feel in that moment, you don't feel it because you're blinded by your rage, your disappointment of maybe you feel like you let people down or whatever and shit like that. And so, like, when Israel said on Flagrant, people want me to feel the way they would deal with it. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I'm not you, I'm me. And I've gone through worse shit and this is, you know, just another thing and guess what i can fight him again Mm. it's not the end of the world yeah i'm alive and he's alive i can still fight him again until then i'm gonna heal up and i'll make sure we're both ready yeah and then yeah same thing like with the eagles like them losing the first game and the way that they handled it they just really showed it's like you know what now that whole like undefeated season pressure all that's gone Mm -hmm. like now we can really focus on the season without people saying hey you guys think you can go undefeated or blah 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 this and that and so now that they know that the taste of defeat they're like cool all right now we know how it feels like this year because losses from the year before are definitely different from this year Mm -hmm. now that we know how it feels this year cool all right let's keep going Mm -hmm. let's get back on track yeah and so yeah for me that was definitely cool you know just being able to like witness growth i guess that i've you know gone through but subconsciously i haven't it hasn't been brought to my attention Mm. and so that was definitely the cool introspective part of my week for me so you you kind of like look to them as like oh wow that's a different a different way that you wouldn't have thought of like i guess sports and anime yeah sports and anime definitely have a big influence on you know, just the way I look at life, the way that I choose to deal with problems. And mm-hmm. I guess like in a childish way, like grab inspiration to handle certain situations. But obviously, <laughs> I can't fucking roundhouse someone to the face or anything <laughs> like that in real life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, just the perseverance and, you know, the yeah. the yearning to learn more and strive to be better than yesterday. Like that's always been cool. And then, yeah, you know, it's always been. So it's always been cool to see it as a constant in all the sport teams that I follow and my favorite players that I follow and all that. Yeah. So that's what's cool. That's what's up, fam. But what about you? How was it? Uh, how was it? What are some of those deep topics you want to talk about your introspective week? Well, to be honest, like, if you think about, like, I guess it kind of relates to more failure, but, like, on a personal level, you know? And, like, not to get too deep about that, but there's just some things like that I watched there was a podcast by Jay Shetty um his most recent one I um have this here one second 
Um, but basically just reflecting on like how to continue on with like becoming successful. Mm-hmm. It's just like there are tools to accept that there are going to be challenges right. that need to be like faced in the process. But like how to deal with those challenges, like it, like Izzy said, right? That everybody deals with those differently. Yeah. Um. So, and and again, like we're di- we we have different perspectives from where we like kind of like grew up and and whatnot, and our like how we deal with stuff. Mm-hmm. And I also was um was inspired by a documentary by Jonah Hill actually. That I saw on Netflix called Stutz, and I thought it was interesting because he decides to make this documentary about his like therapist, pretty much, and like the racially the relationship he'd had with him for a while, and basically inspired him to kind of like there are tools that he gave him directly as to what he can use to overcome challenges in life. It's okay. like basically saying that yes, I'm not a therapist to say like you know challenges aren't gonna be there. Or, like, make you think that things are better than they're not. Like, it has to be accepting of reality. And, like, maybe you won't change, but there are ways in which you can cope with the day-to-day stuff that will help you, you know, succeed. And look at Jonah Hill, too. Like, he's a successful actor. Yeah. And for someone to be so vulnerable to put that on, like, you know, for everyone to see, I thought that was pretty sick. So on that level, I was inspired in that way. It's just, like, personally for me, I... I'm very highly critical of myself mm-hmm. and I feel like when you actually like look back on the like the reasons you feel certain ways like it really does bring you to question like wow like it isn't as easy as we think to just heal or let's say like kind of get better yeah for some for for some like perspectives of like sports it's the practice mm-hmm. so like as a person that I'm struggling, like you have to understand there's so many different ways to inspire you to actually knowing that like you have to accept failure to like, right. Become better. It's actually, uh, that actually ties into, no, it does make sense because it actually connects with this Muhammad Ali quote that I'm going to quote right now. It says, it's a good feeling to lose. Mm -hmm. The people who follow you are going to lose too. You got to set an example of how to lose this way. They can see how I lose. It'll be old news a week from now. Plane crashes, a president assassinated, a civil rights leader assassinated. People forget in two weeks. Old news. Mm. And so it's like people move on. Yeah. You know, and so if they see you, treat it like, hey, I mean, it sucks. It sucks that I lost. I know. But here I am still standing. Absolutely. And look at me now. Champion again or, you know, what have you. But. Yeah, it's uh, I I love just the whole like resiliency that that sports just really like brings because mm-hmm. I don't know I'm a big fan of that and you know it just ties in with my love for anime and superheroes and stuff like that. Absolutely. So, you know yeah. that's why I always draw inspiration from them. No, yeah, and, and that's why for me this week in self-reflective mode, I yeah. I just felt <laughs> like that's that's like on a personal or individual level we got to think like in terms of reality like the day-to-day people those are like inspirational because we see them in the success that they've created for themselves but there's so much that we don't see you know yeah and like everybody should be should be given tools as to how they deal with things and not think like things are like the worst thing ever you know like mental health is like so like i guess more now we're if we want to talk about it like today mm-hmm. um r.i.p the guy the yeah Power J- jason david frank yeah. r.i.p tommy it's very relevant to this but like unfortunately people don't know how to deal like, with problems yeah you know? unfortunately yeah so it's it's good to like share stuff like like that in that way but yeah dude speaking of that hold on let's talk about that yeah so we're not going to speculate you know on what the cause of his death was but long story short you know r.i.p to the guy but his character was fucking sick in power rangers full yeah like him (laughs) first being introduced as the white ranger and then turning into the green ranger or no i believe he was a green ranger first then the white either way that fool was just a fucking beast he was like a six time black or a six degree judo black belt like he could whoop he literally could whoop your ass like he's a martial artist Mm-hmm. Like everyone else on the on the cast were actors. 
yeah. he was a martial artist. Yeah. Or him, uh, the black guy, uh, the black ranger, and I believe, uh, what was the red ranger? Rocky. Yeah. They were actual, like, martial artists that would practice, you know, and so, like, all their kicks, all their punches, like, they were legit. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, man, that's, that's, uh, that's, like, another OG of my childhood, you know? First Kobe, mm-hmm. you know? And then now, you know, Tommy? Tommy Oliver? Yeah. Damn, man. I know, it's sad. It really is sad. Dude, but it's kind of funny that, well, it's not, like, ha-ha funny, but, like, it's funny how it all connects because, like, we're speaking about grief and all that mm-hmm. and, like, uh, like wisdom and failure. Yeah. Like, that kind of, I mean, no, no spoilers, I guess, or spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Wakanda Forever, but Wakanda Forever ties into that as well. Mm-hmm. Because at the beginning, like, it opens up with Shuri, like, you know, accepting the fact that she's losing a battle to save her brother's life with her own intellect. Mm-hmm. With her own technology, like, she's still not good enough to beat, you know, this illness that is claiming her brother's life. And so that whole movie is about grief and trying to find you know power and failure hmm. and so that was that was pretty awesome you know to kind of make that connection right now <laughs> yeah well like um i guess to go back on like the tools i guess you can use mm-hmm. uh, they were talking a lot about like how you how like people should reflect on things in their past in order to like accept pain i guess because a lot of people don't know in like the moment how to deal with stuff so like uh in order to progress like I guess you have to like incorporate balance, you know, more mm-hmm. in your life. Yeah. And if you don't have that balance, like it's it's hard to like be able to navigate everything mm-hmm. going on. So like I don't know for you, do you I know you said like the high showers, right? Yeah. Is there anything that centers you? I think the gym, right? This exercise? Yeah, physical activity. Yeah. Really. Like just knowing the fact that I moved my muscles, that I moved them and challenged them in a way that I'm not trying to be a fucking power lifter. I'm not trying to be the size of the Hulk. Yeah, I know, I know. I just want to keep the muscles spry, keep the muscles alive and engaged. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, as long as I can engage them and keep them, you know, stimulated, I'm cool. I just bring that up because in in that um, documentary, Mm -hmm. uh, Stutz, uh, he does bring up that, I guess, Jonah Hill specifically, if if anybody follows him, they know that he was bigger in size at one point and he did oh lose everyone weight. knows that he went through a great weight loss yeah. journey yeah um but and then regains it and then gains it back. he did came, <laughs> yeah well i guess he had been struggling with it it was like a personal issue but he does talk about that and like he's he mentions um that the gym was never seen something as to it was something that was wrong with him that he had to fix mm-hmm. but in reality exercise is really important with mental health yeah so they do talk about it's funny that that's something that centers you because it is actually really important and like not to be like on that fitness you know the whole thing but it is important to take it as like a personal uh right to mm-hmm. for yourself that you should get be active you know yeah and then like acceptance versus ex- acceptance versus trying to control the situation like accepting what is rather than yep trying to change the outcome or change what you can't basically give me the serenity to accept the fact or what is it to like accept, accept the, the things, things that, that I cannot, I can, change. Can, cannot change. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. wisdom to know the difference. The difference. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Not the whole quote, but part of it. <laughs> um, yeah. And then so basically that reality can't be changed. So and then to take that, that those were from the podcast that I listened to the mm-hmm. episode with Jay Shetty and then. The uh, documentary also talks about the three uh, three realities in life, and I don't know if you agree with this or not. Um, pain is a reality that is inevitable, like mm-hmm. that we can't deny. Uncertainty mm-hmm. and constant work, meaning like constant work towards, you know, a goal. Anything. Yeah, or like an outcome. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, it's a pretty. It's. I feel like it's kind of pessimistic. Uh-huh. Those three, but I mean, I can understand it. Um, I no, can this understand. This is a therapist, by the way, that's referencing these issues. Okay, and yeah. I'm I'm just saying it just sounds a little pessimistic, but at the same time, I can understand yeah. Yeah. how it can be three pillars that someone leans their life on or leans their 
healing journey on or whatever, you know? Oh, okay. So it's like, I can see that, but it just sounds a little pessimistic for my own. It sounds like a pessimistic point of view to get to the end goal, which is fine if it works for people, but I don't know. It just feels a little like, I mean, I understand pain is a, is something you can't change, but so is happiness, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, uncertainty. Like, yeah, that sucks too, but so is possibility. Possibility is a, is something that's always going to be there as well. Mm-hmm. And then constant work. Well, I mean, there's nothing negative about that because you always got to work on something. You're working on yourself, working on a car, working on your job, mm-hmm. shit like that. Okay. But no, I was only making a, a comment on that. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, being in sync with your truest self leaves no room for judgment uh, to hurt you. Like, if you accept exactly who you are, faults and all, mm-hmm. no matter what anybody tells you, <laughs> you're not going to really give a shit. It's not going to hurt you. you. I know you relate to that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's very true. It's <laughs> very me. true. And then, <laughs> and yeah, the more you get pushed on, the more information you receive. So using that is just like the more you feel like you get knocked down in life, the information and the wisdom that you gain from that and the experience uh, gives you information. And that should motivate you to basically yep. find your purpose. I know that one. And it kind of pushes you in that direction. It's just like, oh, shit, life isn't perfect and if i don't get my shit together and move forward then shit like it's all gonna you know be for nothing yeah you know so that it's a great it actually is a positive perspective you just jumped the gun at the beginning i didn't get to the end yet mm-hmm. no i know, <laughs> you know but you know it, it does commentary it's what i'm here for <laughs> no but think about it this way and just to be mindful of like people experiencing pain right it's just like that that's the bottom that they feel whether you want to think it's right or not yeah crying face over here don't mock me urban i know you feel emotions some people are do get to that low yeah and as i'm not mocking anyone you, by, yeah. by the way i'm just you know just being a troll that's rewind all. rerun the episode <laughs> if you want to hear more <laughs> but no but like that's i know it sounds pessimistic but that is a reality for some people and it isn't like I told you, we see the greatness of the greats fall. Mm-hmm. So imagine the day to day people, you know. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> imagine how deep those falls are. How mm. fall how far fall how far you fall from the top, you know, as a person. Yeah. Living your own life. It's it, when you feel your own failures, those hit different mm-hmm. than seeing mm-hmm. your great, you know, MMA or football team lose shit the whole like sports thing for me that's just an outlet yeah i expect excellence i don't go in there (laughs) expecting defeat so when the defeats happen i'm like well shit okay let's deal with this put them in coach because i wasn't because i wasn't prepared for this loss i was (laughs) expecting a win so okay cool now we gotta emotionally you know put ourselves back together i know no but But, no like the just how you said yeah the real failures that happen like to you in life yeah those ones those ones hurt because you know you don't you hold yourself to a higher regard mm-hmm. and to a higher standard to not fall in the pitfalls of life and i think both of us how we even came to the conclusion of this being like a a theme that we related on you know is like to end it off is the grateful flow like accepting like being grateful for the things that you currently have uh-huh. makes you appreciate those things more than anything else right so like the grateful flow he said is just like the the constant reminding yourself of the things that you love and you're grateful for and like those things every day they don't really end they don't have to be general things they could be just like little things mm-hmm. throughout the day that you're like i'm really happy that i have this i'm really grateful i have my so-and-so friend or my parents or yeah. siblings or whatnot you know yeah yeah so those are also things to like be mindful of is like yeah those there's a dark side to mental health, but there's also, like, I think a light at the end of the tunnel, you know? There's, like, so many things that you just, you're, you're, it's like the light and the cloud. The cloud is, like, making you think there's no sunshine behind the cloud, you know? But it's there. And it, <laughs> it comes through eventually. Uh, but, yeah. Well, yeah, even if the light's not there, you have to create it. I mean, shit. 
You're the, down yeah. there. You gotta get up. Exactly. So you you have no light. choice but to chase that light. Exactly. Unless you really want to give up and stay in the dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess you know, I have a more harsh. <laughs> to some people, it seems a harsh take, but it's like <laughs> I've been blessed. Yes. With a parental figure in my mom that has gone through shit. Yeah. And and has elevated like four or five times. Mm. after being knocked down and so it's like seeing that mm-hmm. firsthand I don't know to me problems yeah they get me down for about three minutes yeah and then I'm back up again that's working towards like you know the you know the healing part mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. the last couple of years and then like going through like the counseling that I had like through my DUI shit mm-hmm. it made it mindful to me and I saw it firsthand Oh, not everyone is as blessed as I was to have an emotional rock of support that my mom was. Mm. All the teachings that she gave me, all the lessons that she invoked on like emotional maturity and emotional strength. Mm -hmm. Not everyone gets that. So it made me more mindful of that. And I was like, okay, I'm not better than anyone. I was just, I just had a better situation Mm -hmm. and I should share it. Absolutely, that's but, what makes you. Oh unique. my gosh, dude! I just need to work on the patience. <laughs> I know, yeah, maybe just a little bit. I was trying to get there, you know. I was trying to get there. Yeah, the patience is one thing I definitely <laughs> have to actively work on. No, but, no, okay. yeah, I do see that. You know, everyone does move at different paces, and you know, if you can help someone because you were in that same boat, I mean, shit, yeah, might as well. No, and even if you want to, of course, you're not obligated to. Um, even if it's like different paces, it's like everybody has a different path in life. Everybody's walked a different path. As much of a pace as you even want, there's just outcomes and things, circumstances that there are no control over. Mm-hmm. You or the other person or the person next to them, you know. Yeah. Everyone is experiencing life differently. So down to the influence, that's amazing. You had like somebody that actually was like there for you and supported you and guided you from very like deep experiences you know mm-hmm. and um the outcome is is amazing but unfortunately you know there's other circumstances for different people yeah and so you just have to acknowledge i know like it's so easy to like get caught in the negativity because i know you were like saying like oh well that's pessimistic but no for real like it, it the thing the more you disregard the reality that there's other people in different walks of life and it mm-hmm. affects us all yeah it really does. I feel like everybody's mental health is important to everyone. Yeah. Because then stupid shit happens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like maybe like cough, cough, Donald Trump is going to be the next. <laughs> hey, she manifested it. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. But that's <laughs> like, um, you know, I love to be on my on my big Hendrix vibe, but collective consciousness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's important, fam. I know your experience influences how you see things, but the greater good has to be considered. You know what I mean? You got to consider. I know. Urban's face Hey, Thanos. Hey, Thanos. Snap snap it. Snap half of these people away. This will forever be a debate. We're going to (laughs) try. We're going to try and see if we can change our our name up to like high debates or something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right? Hell yeah. Fuck. Because we're just so like polarized. Dude, that's (laughs) a good idea though. Hey, listeners. Hit us up on the Instagram. Let us know. What do you guys want us to have High debates or yeah. high opinions on high opinions, right? You know, hit us up. Yeah, but yeah, it's funny. I didn't realize like that's it's it's just like such a topic that can actually be negotiated. Dude, I know you like to play devil's advocate, dude. Though. Imagine like this, like we're <laughs> releasing this on Monday. Yeah, Thanksgiving Jeez. is on Thursday. Uh-huh. Oh, imagine all the conversation topics we're brewing. For these people to have the, the tables, <laughs> the, the table talks, the table talks, the table at the, divides at the Thanksgiving table, the, thanks, the song giving, the, the controversies. Oh man, yo, that's gonna be interesting. Thanksgiving's this Thursday. Yeah. Um, anything you're grateful for in particular, Lil Wayne? Oh yeah, let's go. The grateful flow. The grateful flow. Yeah. Okay, let's see. I am grateful for. I was thinking about this actually after I watched the thing, but I'm grateful for my house, nice. shelter. I'm grateful for food. Nice. I'm grateful I can for. Tell. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> Irvin. Oh, 
Oh, you ain't got to tell me twice. Swerve. How dare you? Swerve. Don't don't expose my love for snacks, all right? Don't act like you just don't hold on to like the weight like I do. Big body bins is. Fuck you. So your house? My house, my food. And I'm grateful for, you know, all the people in my life that do intend you know intentionally care for me you know damn dude you want to just name drop the people that hurt you then Cause no damn fool why would anybody hurt me but i'm just saying like for like to have supportive people in your life it's it's very like not everybody's around to like see yeah. you win yeah i think we can both like say this cough cough like like you said snakes in the grass yeah you gotta, gotta mow the lawn man keep the snakes visible so it's it's good to keep like be mindful of the people that you keep around you and like the energy that they bring when you give them good news versus bad news yeah you know it's like how one of my friends cj says it what's up cj shout out fool mm-hmm. uh he introduced me to a to a phrase called genuine concern mm-hmm. and that's what you really want from people you want people that actually like genuinely are worried about your well-being and just mm-hmm. overall hey man you know how you doing today Right. That's that kind of thing. So, yeah, you definitely need that energy around you. Mm-hmm. What are you grateful for? Grateful for? For yeah. uh, the women, the weed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Already better than my list. <laughs> They're like, oh, uh, no, if we did but... a poll, Irvin. I like Irvin's list. <laughs> women, weed, and weather. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a post whose list was better, Irvin's list or my list. Okay, women, weed, and the no, weather. I was just, no, I was just trolling. <laughs> Don't it sound Ooh, clever? Brother. Come and play. <laughs> what, 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 what more can I say? Welcome, Welcome to, to LA. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. But uh, nah, I'm definitely grateful for my family. Nice. Um, yes. You know, without them, their crazy asses, our dysfunctional family wouldn't wouldn't be the family that I would love. Shout out you to know, them. You know, I I love it with its flaws and its its few you know perfect edges, but you know, I love every single dynamic of it. Uh, definitely grateful for my job. Uh, mm-hmm. My job is definitely one of a kind. Definitely uh, enjoy it every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, one more thing that I'm grateful for. I guess I could say just uh, <laughs> my first world privileges. You know, like, dude, not wow. any, not everyone can say that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Indoor plumbing. Yeah. Hot water, like on the spot. You know, Absolutely. On site. Um, you know, first world privileges. First world privileges. You know, I have a car. You know, I'm able to go to the gym. That's how I said shelter and food, even, dude. Exactly, like, just the basics. Like, you know, we live in like the top fifteen percent of the world. Yeah. In this life that we live, we're definitely blessed. You know, absolutely. Like just going further down south to TJ, like Baja California. You don't have to go that far. Mm-hmm. Completely yeah. different way of life. Shoot, for real. But, real I mean, tough. if we replace the first world privileges, then I'd probably just say, yeah, just. The friendships, mm-hmm. the the circle that I have, you know, I'm definitely grateful for the people that have stuck around, people that I've let in. I'm also grateful for the people that, you know, I've pushed out and, you know, cut off because at the end of the day, no one else is going to be looking out for my happiness. No one else fully knows the happiness I'm looking for. Yeah. But at the same time, the people that have contributed to it and that, you know, are solid, they know who they are, mm-hmm. you know, and I voice it out. I show it and, you know, that's what I'm grateful for. Nice. The basics. Basics that humans need. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Those are all boom. things that are very important. Um, are you doing anything in particular with your family for Thanksgiving? We're going to just have our own family dinner. Nice. Yeah. Um, our other family members were, you know, they have their plans and like other family that's out here as well coming out to celebrate with them. So. We couldn't do one big, huge family. We have a big, big family, you know, knock on wood. And so, yeah, it's hard to get everyone in one place at once. That's a good problem to have, though. That's it. (laughs) You're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, But one thing we decided to change, and I don't know if this is really, if it's blasphemous to say, but we're not feeling the turkey. We're going to do lamb. We're going to do lamb this year. Nice. Yeah. And not everyone's a fan of lamb, but if you know how to cook it right, people like you're missing out it's damn so good yeah nice yes 
Yeah. Yeah, my family and I we're also switching it up a little bit. We're not gonna do the traditional Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, because since my sister moved out of state, um, I don't think we'll see her for Christmas just because the tickets are just mad expensive, and we yeah. just didn't book them in time or ahead of time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So um, what we're gonna end up doing since we will we probably don't know if we'll see her for Christmas. We're gonna make tamales mm. for a Thanksgiving, and we're gonna go up to Mammoth. Oh, so wow. we're going to go ahead and spend uh, Thanksgiving up there. It sucks because we wanted to go with, you know, the chances of it snowing, but it's not going to snow, but it's still going to be clear blue skies and cold as hell. Mm. So that's still something to look forward to, you know, just a little, you know, uh, getaway, mm-hmm. especially for the holidays. So that should be fun and definitely looking forward to that. Yeah. But, that's awesome. Uh, that sounds like so much fun. I, yeah. I love going out of town. Yeah, it's always family. fun. Yeah. Excursions and all that. Heck yeah, that sounds like fun. Cool. But yeah, people, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, another uh, episode this week with Excuse Our Highness. Um, thank you guys for keeping up. We appreciate you all. Uh, don't forget to give us a follow on the Instagram at Excuse Our Highness Pod, uh, where we post, you know, from time to time. Get our high thoughts and our uh, upcoming announcements. And don't yeah. be uh don't be shy to interact. Right. Reach For out, real. man. Slide in the DMs. <laughs> Slide in our DMs. Slide in the DMs, Let man. We know. ain't shy. You know, we appreciate feedback, you know. Um, shout out to the people, you know, that keep up with us. And uh, yeah, the real ones. At the end of the day, man, we just want to build our own little community. Yeah. You know, that's all it is. We smoke, laugh, and learn things. You know, we together. elevate and educate. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, if you guys uh, enjoyed, uh, make sure to let us know, and uh, we'll see you next time. Your peace out. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble away. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>